All right, that was different. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. I was one. feeling that this morning. Yeah, no, nah, that was all. Uh, you might as well just, you know, sung during the intro. You know what I'm no. saying? The intro music. No, I can't rap none. I cannot rap at all. It's all like, good. You can try. at all. No. I got, my name is Gage. I'm about to exit this cage. I'm in the kitchen cooking with Satan. No, let me stop. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> that, yeah. that was not <laughs> No, every time someone says, like, oh, yeah, you should rap, that's always what I say. And then after that, I just stopped. Oh, okay. Because I already had that pre-planned. Maybe you should get some cornrows. I think the cornrows would do it for Absolutely you. not. Get you some cornrows. Get you a dewy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that big old do-rag. Get you a blue do-rag. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, no. That'd be all right. Get man. one with a cross on it. Look like I'm <laughs> holy or something. You feel me? Nah, 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 nah. I see people be smacking their head. When they be having like the the braids and stuff like that. What you mean? I guess because it's super tight. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. When right, you, right. Like, they pat, be pat. they be patting their head. I yeah. I think about it as like football. Because I remember we when you're getting used to your football helmet. Yeah. That thing squeezes your cranium. Oh squeezes yeah. Squeezes that thing. Yeah. And then plus you're always smacking these guys. So and yeah. it literally probably takes about maybe. A, I don't. I didn't think we were gonna start out like this, but. Nah, not at all. Now here we go. But we're gonna keep going. So. Yeah. No, what happened was um. Now you be it takes like a week and a half. My football dudes out there, where we at? <laughs> yeah, my guys out here. Um, yeah, you already know about like breaking in that football helmet. That's doing serious. Man, nah, feel like your head about to explode. <laughs> I don't know. I, I quit uh, regulated football. Nah, he didn't have the GPA for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, high school. That was real too, though. No, you know no, no that's, it, that's it. But yeah, guys. So yeah, back again. It's been uh, what a week. We took a week off. You know. Yeah, it took a week off. We did. Uh, we just came back from an amazing series with with Jay. Yeah. Um, who uh, he's been. Jay's been. I don't think we actually said this, but Jay's been in ministry. He's also been a pastor for many years. Um. He's also been one of my favorite teachers. I mean, yeah. I mean that dude. That dude uh, can teach. Uh, so it was such an honor to have him break down, uh, um, like what a godly marriage was, and even how to prepare for it. So mm-hmm. that was an honor. Yeah, nah. I mean, that whole thing blessed me. That's now become like a really good friend. You know, good brother. You know. Oh, what I mean? absolutely. So that was really good. So I'm and very his birthday thankful. just passed. So Jay, if you if you listening, happy birthday! Shout out to Big Man Jay. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, Juan, my guy. Juan Yeah, my man, my boy. So yeah. So nah, back again. We had the, you know, we we came out like Gage was saying that that amazing series. Then we took the week off, you know, just kind of, you know, schedules. Just you know, we've been pretty busy and stuff like that. And then uh, we were just kind of, you know, those episodes did really good. So we want to thank all of you guys for mm-hmm. listening and everything like that because it did really good. So we just kind of let it ride out, you know what I mean, for a bit. But now we're back. And then um, if you guys did notice, we did have an episode nine, which was titled "Sexual Dreams." But I think maybe after a week of having it up, not even a full week, because I think we were probably yeah, not even a full. I think it was actually I think it was like a week about it was going yeah somewhere yeah. close to a week. Then we took it off. And um, a part of that was a friend of ours came to us who was also like a Christian, very well seasoned and everything came to us and kind of let us know that there was some things within that episode that were kind of taken out of context necessarily mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think it was a good thing for gage and i because it kind of humbles you like okay well you don't know it all you can't mm-hmm. just this is not something where you quote unquote wing it you know what i'm saying that's you, so true you can't get on a podcast that you're preaching the word you know and then just kind of wing it so it was really good you know and it, it wasn't like necessarily like we were preaching heresy but it was just the sense that there was scriptures included that necessarily did not um the leviticus 15 that i spoke on you know it just didn't really align with what we were talking about mm-hmm. you know so you can't take scriptures and just kind of make it fit with anything you have to get the context you have to get the background you have to get you know the cultural 
you not the cultural, but what was going on in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So why that was written, who it was written to, who was like, what was it written for? So all that takes into account with the word of God. So it's all important. So we decided to take that one down, you know, just to have like a kind of, you know, because we we want everything that we, we say to be biblically sound, meaning we want it to align with the word of God you know, perfectly, you know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, you, you mess up. So, you know, I'm just coming before y'all and just saying, you know, that we want to give you the word of God and it's truth. You know what I'm saying? We want to preach it with mercy and truth. We want, you know, we want it, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, you know, so preaching it in its entirety and its context and its truth. And it's, you know what I mean? And in the power that, that, you know what I mean? That it has, we want to speak it to you in its wholeness, you know? Absolutely. And I mean, it's it's getting to the point of the scriptures and what that is. And and um, I mean, this is in scripture. Not many of you should become teachers. Yeah. Um, because there is actually, it says for those who teach the word of God, there is actually an extra amount of judgment, right? There's a harsher level of judgment that you will actually have to be filtered through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what comes out of your mouth and guys... You know, maybe you probably know, but like there's pastors, there's people out there who are preaching the word of God for their self glory and they're not even giving glory unto God. And I think that was one thing that me and Dev, we continuously pray that we would be humble in the sense of wanting to give honor and glory to God and that we do this for him. So we repent and we apologize to you guys for not, um, I think, stewarding that episode in the best way possible, Mm -hmm. because I think me and Dev basically we were trying to give a biblical understanding of why sexual dreams happen. And there is literally, there's no scripture that really gives a biblical understanding to why they happen. What me and Dev are going to do in this episode is give a biblical understanding on how to actually fight it. We're going to talk about what are some ways that they could possibly, why they happen. But really we, we want to break down biblically on how to actually fight against, um, um, sexual dreams because scripture does back that up yeah so yeah yeah. that's good and then also the verse that you were talking about that's in james i think it's james chapter three the -hmm. teacher one and stricter judgment i think it was james Mm -hmm. and um yeah nah so you know we just want to come back and kind of redo this episode so it's biblically sound you know what i mean so it's just yeah because like gage was saying we we were trying to answer a question that the Bible doesn't necessarily be like, oh, this is what you do with sexual dreams. This is exactly why it happens. But, you know, I think the Bi- the Bible is sufficient. You know what I mean? Therefore, everything we need is within the Bible. Now, everything may not be in black and white, but when we read the scripture in its entirety, yep. we could always take away something for every situation that we would deal with. You know what I'm saying? We just take away the principles or we take away, you know what I mean, the context. And, and we kind of just, you know, put it on the 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 situation that we're dealing with, the situation that's at hand, you know what I mean? Even though it's not necessarily black and white, you know, but that's a whole different conversation. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So nah, so we're coming back episode nine, 2.0 sexual dreams, you know, we're doing it. Um, and then the intro in this podcast, we get immersed in the word of God to break down popular topics to a biblical perspective that will help to disciple the body of Christ. Amen. So we're back again, you know what I'm saying? Been a while, but let's just jump into it. Um, do you want to pray? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Lord Jesus, we thank you, God. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord God, of what it actually means to actually preach your word. And I pray, Lord God, even for those listening, that you would increase their faith, God, you would increase their knowledge and understanding in the word of God. Um, That as we are able to have this conversation, Lord God, with those who are even listening, um, that it would build their faith and that they would uh, be able to um, see that if they're dealing with sexual dreams, Lord God, um, a biblical way, Lord God, on how to fight it. 
And I pray, Lord God, for a grace and a purity to enter every believer, Lord God. Uh, and even those who are listening who are unbelievers, God, I pray that you would move them, Lord God, to, that their eyes would be open, that their hearts would, would come alive, that their ears would hear the beauty uh, of the cross and what you have done, Lord God, as you gave your life for all. So Jesus, may you be with us today. May you guide us and may you lead us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So yeah, so my brother, my man. what is your personal experience with sexual dreams? Um, so with sexual dreams, um, I've been, I've dealt with them since elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always hated them, but I've also been curious cause I was like, why the mess is this happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but in the sexual dreams, uh, I've, and you know, I've, I've had them of like classmates of growing up. Uh, I've even had, um, I knew in the dream that they were like demons, but they would manifest themselves like in the dream. I just knew. Um, in the dream, they would manifest themselves as girls and then try to like, and like would try to sleep with me or I would sleep with them. Um, um, a lot of it has to do with wet dreams where you actually have an orgasm in your sleep. And so you wake up and then, but anyway, but yeah, like, I mean, you can have the wet dreams. I mean, I've, I've dealt with those for years. Um, and then especially when I took my, um, my purity vow, which was in 2016, I took a four year purity vow um, that was just a me and the Lord thing. And because I was, ref- I, w- I refrained from all types of sexual activity and relationships with females. I mean, not friend, not, I was friends with females, but not just like, um, like deep, like intimate relationships with females in the sense of like relational wise. Um, I, uh, I was dealing with a lot of these. Um, and so it's always kind of been something that kind of has gripped me in some form or fashion, you know what I mean? Where I'd get like a few a month, once a month. Um, and whatnot. And so I would go through the, the convictions of like, did I sin? Did I actually, did, did I like me, uh, like going along with the activity in the dream? Does that mean like I broke my purity vow? And like, it was all these other questions that I would have. Yeah. So that's kind of been my thing about, uh, the sexual dreams, but I have had them. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Nah, same with me. Like, I think I, I think the first one I had was probably about elementary school. And I think it's been something throughout my life that has been pretty normal. I want to say, I think that once I started really walking with Jesus, I want to say it's probably either I'm not sure if they increased or if I just felt more convicted, you know what I'm saying? Or I just felt condemned by having them. So I noticed them more. You know what I mean? So I would say that, you know, since I, you know, by the grace of God, since Jesus saved me, like I think that they've been, you know, either it, they've been creased or I've just been more aware. You know what yeah. I mean? And I remember going to Micah, and I remember, I, I like, I think I'd known Micah, who was actually, like, on episode, what, eight, I think? I think it was eight. Yeah, I think it was eight. Micah, uh, you know, who came on, I asked him, I was like, man, like, you know, I've been having these dreams. Like, do you think it's sin? Like, you know what I mean? And he was just, like, kind of breaking it down. Well, you know, it just kind of depends, but it could just be the enemy attacking you. It's just so much that factors in, but it sounds like the enemy just may be attacking you. You know what I mean? Because you're trying to remain pure by the grace of God. So, yeah, so I dealt with it, and, um, you know, it's, it, it still happens now from time to time. You know what I mean? But we'll get into that later. But now that we explained about our personal experiences, now we're going to kind of break down what are sexual dreams because there's different types. You know, there's different situations. So I would uh, basically what I came up with is sexual dreams is having a dream involving any kind of sexual intercourse, whether it be dreams of masturbation, whether it be dreams of having sex, like Gage mentioned, uh, wet dreams. So there's different types. It just they're all sexual dreams, but it could just be in different like forms, you know, whether yeah. it just be yourself or somebody else or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And again, guys, this isn't like a set definition, you know what I mean? But this is just kind of my opinion on what sexual dreams could be. It's just any sexual intercourse in a dream, you know what I mean? Now, guys, 
we're going to be talking about what can cause sexual dreams. There can be different roots of what what is causing these dreams. And I would say basically it could either be hormonal or it could just be indulging in sexual immorality while awake. So I'm explaining. That's good. So hormonal, I would say, you know, sometimes if you're walking in purity by the grace of God, you know, you haven't given yourself over to sex, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in immorality. It's like, OK, well, you know, maybe you just have a backup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and especially backup. if you have a history, if you know what I'm getting to, maybe you're just having like kind of like a backup. Your body's just kind of like, you know what I mean? In that it's in that moment, you know, sometimes throughout the month, you know, uh, your hormones may just fluctuate you know what i mean yeah and i'll even bring up a point with that like god's created us with a sexual desire Mm -hmm. and it's not sinful to have a sexual desire so don't Mm -hmm. condemn your sex desire i actually think it's a beautiful thing when it's done um correctly with holy spirit and biblically it's awesome you know what i mean um and so it's okay that you have that but also one of the fruits of the spirit what it talks about in galatians 5 that this is what the lord highlighted in me is that we must have self-control I know. and i believe if a woman um and a man can practice through the through the holy spirit that's at work in their life the fruit that's bearing in your life that self-control will be able to help you when you're when you're going through those hormonal times right. when really your body's just desiring to have sex with someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's producing self-control in you, which is so powerful. And we see it all over the body. A lot of people aren't uh, able to, to manifest self-control. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Nah, that's good. Yeah, because self-control is a big part because like the discipline and everything like oh, that, yeah. that it takes oh, with yeah. denying your flesh, you know, and the things that you want in the moment. But that's really good, bro. But then, so yes, it could be hormonal, but then it could also be from indulging in sexual immorality, whether you're literally having sex while awake, uh, whether you're you're lusting while awake, whether like, you know, masturbation and pornography. pornography yeah, yep, pornography. Yep, that's a big thing. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're filling yourself exactly, with that. You know, you know? I mean? so you got to be you got to be aware of what you're doing, because if you're lusting while awake, well, then that could just carry over into your sleep. You know, because mm-hmm. I mean? your mind is dwelling on those thoughts. You know, that's mm-hmm. what you're, you're filling yourself with. Exactly. That. Exactly. So now the question is now that we know what can cause it, because it could be hormonal, which is not really that's not, you know, it's not like uh, necessarily a bad thing, you know, because that's just your body. But then it could be it could also be indulging in sexual immorality, which the Bible condemns. You know, that's not something that us as believers in Jesus Christ should do. So Mm -hmm. now the question is, is having sexual dreams a sin? So the thing is. Basically, because we know what can cause it, there's two different things. Yes, it can be a sin. And no, I think there's instances where it is not a sin. Let mm-hmm. me explain. Basically, if it is hormonal and it's first, it's it's examining yourself to get to the root of what's causing these dreams. Because, you know, when you go in the garden, you're trying to you know, you're trying to take something out your garden. You're not going to just tear it out the ground. You're going to get to the root of it, dig it out and then, you know, fully remove it in its entirety. Because right, if you just rip up the plant, it's going to grow back. Exactly. Because the root's still there. Well, you sound Come like on. a gardener. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. You you must have been abiding in the true vine. You Come feel on, me? You're man. a branch. Yes, sir. You know the father, the divine dresser. But Come on. <laughs> so it's 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 examining yourself to get to the root of what's causing uh, these sexual dreams. So say it is hormonal. Is it sin? No, because like you know, we were just stating, it's your body. It's normal. It's not necessarily your mind dwelling on these thoughts. It's you know, you could have a very blessed and fruitful day, maybe you know, and then you go home and then you just have a sexual dream and you wake up like, why did this just happen? You know, was was I even thinking about anything before I went to sleep? You know, there's times like you know, recently, like you know, I'll fall asleep and you know, sometimes I fall asleep watching YouTube, well, a good amount of the time, and I'll just be watching random videos sometimes, and then I'll have a sexual dream, wake up and 
like, well, I wasn't even really thinking about a woman. I don't even think so. You know, was it more so of me or was it like, you know, just hormonal? So in that case, no, I would say it is not sin. But if you if you examine yourself and get to the root and then you see like, oh, you know, I did slip up here. Oh, I did do that. Oh, like, you know, me and my girl, you know, we have been, you know, going first, second base, but we're not going all the way to fourth base. And it's like, oh, OK, like this may be rooted in something that I'm doing while awake and conscious mm-hmm. that's now carrying over. Like you were saying, filling myself up with this, that when I'm asleep, it's you know, this is what's happening. So it's getting to the root and examining yourself. And the reason, you know, scriptural reference that we have to basically kind of getting to the root uh, of how this is sin. In Matthew 5, 27 through 28, this is Jesus on, the, uh, you know, the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, you had the Beatitudes. He starts with the Beatitudes. He's like talking to a whole bunch of his followers. And in Matthew 5, verses 27 through 28, he says, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So the thing where I'm getting to is like, you know, Jesus right here lets us know that lusting after somebody is not something that God desires. This is not in the will of God. This is evil. You know what I mean? So if you're doing this, um, you know, if you're doing this, this, this could be a reason. This is a reason why we see. Uh, a sexual dream could be sin because it's rooted in lust. The root of sexual if if the root of your sexual dreams is lust, if lust is causing these sexual dreams, um, that's why it is sin, because mm-hmm. the root of it, you know what I mean? Like when you when you when you examine yourself, like like you're like, OK, I'm having sexual dreams. Let me get to the root of it. Let me examine my heart. Let me dig deep inside. If that root, the the seed of it is lust, that's sin. Yeah, Does that I'll even. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I'll give you guys a defi- like a quick like easy definition for what lu- like what a lustful um, what a lustful desire what a definition would that would be is basically to de- to desire something with wicked intent. Mm, that's good. That's basically what would be a, like a, a biblical understanding of what a lustful. And the thing about it though is lust. Not I think we me and Dev we were talking about we should probably do an episode on lust so where we can actually break that down a little bit right. more so that that's a possible thing that could be coming in the future. Um, but I'll even give like an example, uh, like when it came to times with sin that um, I remember being in time in times where I was in the world. I'm watching pornography and stuff like that. Um, I was in uh, uh, like masturbating and like all these other things. And I would have these dreams at night um, and it would I wouldn't necessarily and I'd be OK with them. And I think in that case, it's absolutely sin because I'm filling myself just like what Dev was talking about. I'm having a lustful intent in the physical. Mm. So that in the so when I'm at sleep and I'm in the unconscious, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or in my, in my consciousness, I'm okay with having these things because it's already in my conscience because I've actually been filling myself mm-hmm. up with that. I've been putting wood in that fire right. and it's been and it's been burning and so I'm that's been happening. Right. And I remember going in my four year purity vow, having um, not not uh, not not even even now where I'm at in life, not pursuing pornography, not pursuing sexual relationships with a girl, not pursuing um, uh, the, uh, um, you know, the keeping my eyes pure and all, I, and everything, even girls like girls will post some wild wobby stuff on right. Instagram and I, I block their uh, I block their post right. just because I want to keep myself pure. Right. And I realize that it's a it's a fight for my life because at every moment, like something is trying to take us down. You know That's what I mean? Really good. And literally like it literally in scripture it talks about how Satan is is like a roaring lion. Um, seeking who he may dis- uh, may may destroy yeah. uh, and so i'm absolutely not going to fall into that um into that category i'm going to keep myself firm i'm going to keep myself focused on the word of god focused on jesus and allow the holy spirit to guide me 
Um, and so let me give this a little like thing. I, I would have a, a sexual dream in my, um, in my, like around the time with my purity and I would, and I would be in the dream and I would go along with the sexual activity mm-hmm. and I would wake up like it would be a wet dream and I would be so like distraught. Mm-hmm. Dang, did I break my four year purity vow? Did I fall into sin? I don't really know. I didn't want that to happen, but in the dream, it just kind of happened. Right. And I'm just like, dang. And I didn't really know. And maybe it was sin because I went along with it. And maybe I had a choice in the dream. I don't really know, but I repented of it. And I was like, Lord, like, forgive me. Like, I didn't want to have that dream. Um, this is something that I break off. Like, I'm not, and I'm not going to del- I'm not going to dwell with the shame and the guilt because it was like, it was in my dreams. Right. And so I would fight it with the word of God. And we're going to get into that more, uh, more about how to fight this. Right. Um, but as I started to fight it, right, I noticed that I stopped giving the sexual dreams authority in my life. Um, and so, um, devs, we're going to jump back into Matthew five. Um, and all of this will end up hope like prayerfully making more sense. Right. But right. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Nah, that was good. That was good. So, yeah. And then, uh, just to give out when we were doing like some research and what, uh, doing some research last night, I came across a definition that this woman gave and it's really good. Cause she gave a perspective from a, she's a married woman from what I've seen. And so her perspective is sort of different than ours it it is different because we're single um i'm sure a lot of the majority of the people who's listening is also around our age and single so this perspective from this married woman kind of like you know helped me her definition of lust is she said i would define looking with lust as anytime you look at someone or somebody or someone's body because you think they look good or might look good this would be opposed to to the normal routine of just noticing a person and Mm -hmm. i say this to say that you know because when you get to the root of the sexual dreams and why what's causing them if it's lust it's you know this is what lust is it's it's looking after somebody and longing and desiring them like you said in a wicked way so i thought that definition was really good because you know it's like giving that person a second look like oh you know you you, because it's different just looking at somebody lusting for them or just noticing you know if you take a quick uh, a quick glimpse of somebody you're like okay like they're cute you know what i'm saying Or, or not even they're cute but just like oh like you know, she looks nice today. But then if your mind goes, well, let me look again and let me see how, you know, her shoulder's looking. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Shoulder's <laughs> looking nice. <laughs> see, that's too much. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? And it's good because if she gave this from a married perspective, we should always have a marriage perspective in our minds in a sense because we're the body of Christ. You know, we're, we're the bride of Christ, not individually, but as a whole. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we're married to Christ. You know what I mean? So that's how we should always think about it in our mind. Like, we don't want to cheat against Christ. Amen. So Amen. And um, And guys, like, as we're talking about this, I want you guys to know that biblically, all over the Bible, all over the Bible, God has con- constantly and always spoken to his people through dreams. Yeah. Some examples, you have Joseph, right? Went with his 12 brothers, Joseph. Uh, God spoke to him in dreams several times. You have Daniel, who would have dreams and visions and would also be an interpreter of that. And God used him mightily. You have Joseph, who was the husband of Mary, Right. Who had who uh, God uh, spoke to him in a dream. And then you have Jacob who would have dreams uh, in the Bible, uh, part of the patriarchs and and whatnot. So you have like all the way throughout scripture. God was so. He spoke so openly to his people through dreams. I've had God dreams. I've had my share of demonic dreams. I've had my share of people would say this like your like, you know, you had too much pizza. Uh, You know, you you ate that 7-Eleven pizza. You know what I mean? You, You go to bed that night and you're like, what? the heck dream was that (laughs) made no sense or anything you know um but i've had those type of dreams and then i've had like my god dreams where like i write them down in my journal um and i see that and and i would highly recommend guys like 
if you're dealing with these sexual dreams and whatnot, I started to change my prayer, uh, my prayer, uh, uh, an aspect of my prayer life and things that I would pray. And I would say, God, I'm dealing with these sexual dreams, but what I really want is I want God dreams. God, I want you to speak to me in the, in the night. I want to, I want to be with you. I want to, I want to dwell with you, not only in the physical Lord God, when I'm awake, but also when I'm, when I lay my head to, uh, to rest, like I want to dream with you. I want to, I want to, uh, create and, and know you more, um, not create, but I want to know you more in my dream life, you know? Um, and a big part of being able to fight against these, uh, these sexual dreams, um, a big part of it is actually, um, in, I actually have it written right, written right here, uh, second Timothy two twenty two, Um, and this is one of my favorite verses guys, because what me and Dev are talking about, if you want to fight against having these sexual dreams, you, there has to be a desire and a hatred, uh, for sexual, uh, sin. You have to hate that. Like you cannot be cool with that. And even in previous episodes, um, it, it, literally Jesus would actually talk about how, um, actually not Jesus, but actually Paul, Paul would talk about that. Um, the, it is the one sin that actually you're doing. You're actually sinning against your own body, like mm-hmm. sexual immorality. It's the one sin that you're actually doing against your own body. Um, and so you, we, we it's, it, it's something that we have to be aware of, um, and not allow it, uh, not allow us to consume us. Mm-hmm. Um, so in second Timothy two twenty two, it says, I love this guy. So you, and it's real easy to remember to second Timothy two twenty two. super simple. Um, it says, so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. I would call on the Lord from a pure heart and be like, God, I do not, I do not want to look at women with lustful intent. I do not want to be, I don't want to submit myself to pornography. I don't want to be in any type of relationship with any uh, woman, um, and, and not be able to honor them and, and be able to the lower nature of like my sex of like what a, your sex desire is. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to consume me because I know that I'm actually made to be in, in a, a heavenly nature because I'm born again. What it talks about in John three, like I'm born again. I'm not going to submit myself to that. Um, and my last thing I'm going to bring up is in, I believe this is in Genesis 39. In Genesis 39, you have uh, Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Mm. Absolutely read this chapter in Genesis 39, where you have uh, Joseph is being, um, um, there's just favor, uh, in, in, and he's actually growing in, uh, in his favor in Egypt. And Potiphar's wife, Potiphar, I believe, uh, was... Uh, I believe he, he, I don't think, was he Pharaoh? Was he Pharaoh Potiphar? No, I don't think he was I just. I think he was a servant. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a servant Potiphar, but he was like yeah. a government kind of guy, so yeah. uh, uh, Potiphar. So he was up there, and so he gave a lot of authority to Joseph. So jo- Joseph is doing his thing. He's an Israelite, not even an Egyptian. And then Potiphar's wife is like, mm, my man look like a snack. You know what I mean? And my man, uh, Potiphar's wife was like, yo, come and lay with me. You know what I mean? She's like, come do this deed with me like my husband not home. And Joseph is like, uh, absolutely not. Right. And he, I love that what he actually says. He says, why would I sin against God? Absolutely not. Like, I'm right. not going to do that. And then she came. She, she was like, lay with me. And she grabs his clothes. And Joseph, with the with the understanding of like a reverence for God and wanting to run away and to flee, to run away um, from the sexual desires and whatnot, he ran and his clothes got ripped off. It what is what it says in the scriptures, um, and and he left his clothes in her hand because he was running away and he, and she grabbed him so tightly, mm. um, and, and he ran he fl- he uh, he ran out of there naked. Right. You know what I mean? Like we need to have this type of 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 heart when it comes and this type of reverence and this hatred for yeah. sexual sin because, 
the more that we hate it, the more that we will run away from it and, and desire the pure way of, 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 of sexuality. Mm. Um, we can, we can actually, um, we can defuse what the enemy is trying to do in our life when it comes to trying to make us fall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not as good. Cause I mean, this is like, you know, cause like we were saying, you know, there's two reasons to why you're having them. So obviously, you know, if you're having the hormonal, then that's like, you know, it's not unavoidable, but in a sense, you know what I mean? That just happens. You can't really control that, I guess you could say. But then it's also, you know, the other one, which is lust, you could control that. And that's unwanted. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. shouldn't be something that's wanted, like you were saying. So like, you know, now that Gaze gave like, you know, how to fight it off. Another thing, going back to Matthew 5, like Gaze was saying earlier, we're going back to Matthew 5 in verses 29 and 30 after Jesus, you know, let people know. Uh, redefining what adultery actually is that it's not necessarily because you know people in that time thought that adultery was just a physical act but jesus came and was like no like if you're doing this thing if you're lusting and you're looking at a woman and lusting for her you know you committed adultery in your heart so Mm -hmm. he took you know it's not just the physical it's also you know your mental your spiritual you know what you're dwelling on is, is is also what factors in into that sin but then after he goes into matthew 5 verses 29 through 30 and he says if your right eye causes you to sin tear it out and throw it away for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell and if your right hand causes you to sin cut it off and throw it away for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body going to hell and like we have to be so thankful for this because after jesus gives you know the whole he he renewed our minds on what how how we should think about adultery and how you know even in our mental we need to fight against these things Mm -hmm. he gives us ways to fight against you know sexual immorality in general because he says you know if your right eye causes you to sin tear it out and throw it away for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell and it's not a literal like oh i'm gonna take my right out my right eye out and then just walk around with one eye but it's the sense that he said it like, um, you know, hype, not hypothetically, but he said it, you know, so we could see the urgency that we need to, you know, like handle these things. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I mean, he's not saying literally like the, yeah. pluck your eye out right. or pluck out your or like cut off your arm. But he's literally meaning it in the, in the way of like you guys need to have just like how Joseph like ran away from Potiphar's wife. Mm. Like we need to have a zeal yep. uh, that. God, I, I, I love you so much. I desire you so much. And I realize what you did on the cross for me is so important that I'm like, it would be almost as if I'm willing, if I'm looking at pornography or I can't keep my eyes pure, that I almost would be willing to like pluck them out. I would almost mm. be, if I can't stop masturbating, I would almost be willing to cut my, my arm off. Right. You know? That's good. That's really good. You just, yeah. Hey, that's why we do the podcast. That's why God <laughs> You feel me? Because it's the sense of urgency that we have to deal with these things. And that's a way that we could fight it off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, hey, we, if, if something is causing it, you know, it, whether it's TV, whether it's social media, like I know every so often I have to do a social media fast because, you know, you get on Instagram and, you know, and I muted so many different females on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? They'd so be wild out here. You're not for real. You know what I'm saying? So I done muted a lot because, you know, all the little, you know, I'm not even getting into that. But, you know, whether it be Instagram, whether it be, you know, YouTube watching your favorite YouTubers because maybe, you know, they may be attractive or, you know, even the ads that pop up on YouTube, anything, you know, anything that could be causing you to to have these sexual dreams or lusting after these people that can now go over to cause sexual dreams. It's like, yo, you need to deal with that with urgency. You need to deal with that, like almost, you know, immediately, like yeah. get rid of that, cut that out of your life. So like Gage was saying, it's not a literal take your eye out or cut your right hand off. But it's like with that sense of urgency, cut things off 
to to be able to better walk in purity, but not even only to walk in purity, to walk in holiness with the Lord, with the creator, with with Jesus. Absolutely. Because you love him. Amen. Because you love him, because you have a because. And here's the thing. I've been saved for five years and I'm still growing in my understanding and my knowledge of his love for me Mm. and what he paid for on the cross. Mm. You know what I mean? So let this let this whole process of like of like you're in the world, but you're not of the world. Let this refine you. Let this build your character. Let this make you into the man that God has called you to be. Let this make you into the woman that mm-hmm. God has called you to be, to a biblical man, to a biblical womanhood, right. um, and not fall into being, because there are some 30-year-old guys out here, 40, 50-year-old guys out here who are not men, but they're boys, mm. and the same for women as well, you know? Mm. That's good, bro. That's good, because like, you know, I think some sometimes we could just mention straight purity, but I think like praise God, like just came to my mind, like holiness is something that's super important. Absolutely. You know, cause purity is purity is like really abstaining and being pure in a sense from like, you know, the sexual immorality or sin in general, but then the holiness is becoming more like God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not necessarily not who God is, but his nature, his, his purity, his holiness, how he set apart his righteousness, his justice. You know what I mean? Like holiness is something that's really important to God. Sh- it's being Christian, set apart. Absolutely. So, that's one way that we could practically deal with sexual immorality. Another way, when we go to Ephesians 6, uh, Ephesians 6, verses 11, it says, put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor. The whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. So then Paul's writing in Ephesians, you know what I mean? And this is kind of another way that we could um, abstain from these things or, or, or better protect ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Because like you were saying earlier, like the devil prowls around like a roaring lion uh, seeking to devour whoever he can, you know? Mm-hmm. So the thing is that we have to be aware and we have to go to the Lord to strengthen ourselves, you know what I'm saying, and and his glorious power. But then it's also, you know, taking the tools that he has given us to be able to stand against the wicked ways of the devil, because the devil's always going to throw things at us. But it's taking up that full armor of God, because when we do that, God gives us the exact tools that we need to be able to abstain from those things or fight the devil off, you know, because it's not we. We physically, spiritually, we can't do it on our own. We can't fight the devil. You know what I'm saying? We have to take the things that God has given us. Like he's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the things that God gives us, we need to take advantage. We need to use these things. So these are just ways that we could fight. You know, um, if it is unwanted sexual dream, well, it should be unwanted. We should never just desire sexual dreams. But especially if And I, I do have friends that they do... Um, yeah. They literally like, oh, I, I love my sexual dreams. Yeah. Like I literally have friends in the world that would say that, that say that mess. And I've said it to me mm. and I'm just like, oh, man, like you're missing it, man. Right. Like you're missing it. You, right. you, you're you not able to see. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, sex should be something between you and your wife and and that's it. And in that case, boy, it's it's beautiful. No, you know what I'm saying? literally. Yeah. So, you know, these are just ways that we could see biblically of how to fight off these sexual dreams. You know what I mean? It's just. Staying rooted in the word of God, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just abiding in him, like we were saying earlier, you know, abide in the true vine, you know, because a branch, you know, if a branch falls off from the tree, it dies. You know what I mean? But it has to stay within that tree to get life. And that's how we are with Jesus. We are the branch. He is the true vine. So we have to go to God in order to fight these things off. So, yeah. um, I wanted to even bring up this part. And so, guys, I I pray that this encourages you because I've from since I was a child, like in elementary school, I've always dealt with sexual dreams. Um, and me personally, I believe that I'm fully delivered. Um, now let me break that down when I'm saying that I believe that I'm fully delivered from these sexual dreams. I'm not saying that I don't, I don't get them from time to time. But what I'm saying though, is that I rarely get them anymore because I have 
I haven't given the sexual dreams any authority in my life. So if I do happen to get them, I immediately wake up and I give it to the Lord, right? I give it to the Lord and being like, Lord, that this, uh, this dream and X, Y, Z happened and I give it unto him. I submit it unto him and I re- completely remove the shame and the guilt and everything because I know that that is not me. My nature is not to fall into sexual immorality. It is not like I've been in, I've, I've been refraining from that from, for so long in my life that I do, I, I, I have walked with the Lord, um, in this area for four and a half years now with fighting this. And I have, when the sexual dreams do come, right, I have not given them any authority. And so they rarely ever come rarely ever, ever, ever do I have sexual dreams anymore. And it's because I've taken that, um, I've taken the authority and the power that, that I'm giving, that I may give them out of like, oh no, I had this, I feel like I've fallen into sin or this, that, and the third, to actually speaking truth over it. Be like, Lord, I give this to you. That is not my nature. I'm, I am born again believer, like what it says in John 3. I have the fruit of the spirit and I have self-control, like what it talks about in Galatians uh, 5, that I am. I have the spirit of God that has been poured out for me, like what it talks about in Acts 2. Um, I have that. So I am not going to submit myself to a sexual dream that came into my life when in my, in reality, in the physical, I'm not, I don't submit to that. When a woman, um, when a woman that I see looks very pretty, I do not look at, at her, her sexual parts. I, when I look at women, I, and the, the temptation may come, but I'm like, I literally speak over it. God, I thank you that this is a, this is a a daughter in God, um, that you have made her beautiful. And I'm not going to sexualize her or look at her as if she's some type of me. But I thank you, Lord God, that you've made her um, beautiful and that you, that you have purpose for her and all that. And, and so I just I just thank you for who she is. And I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, take her and, and lower her um, someone that God has created in his image um, into uh, so that I could come up with some type of fantasy or something like that. I have greater self-control than that because of the spirit that lives within me. You know what I mean? So, guys, I pray that you would actually be so close to the Lord, so zealous for him that that desire um, for any type of uh, um, um, immorality, sexuality, or all the, all the things like that would be so removed from your life by the Spirit of God that lives within you because it's powerful. What Jesus paid for you um, can completely remove that. And he's done that with me, and it's a battle, but it is it has created in me character and integrity and a hunger for, the, for, for Jesus. Uh, man, when I tell you a hunger for him, not hungering for a wife, but hungering to be with him, just to be with him. You know, so I pray, guys, that this has really blessed you all. Um, and as me and Dev have given biblical understanding, biblical wisdom on this whole thing, um, yeah, we really pray that this has blessed you and that you guys will have victory in this area to have God dreams, not sexual dreams, but that God may speak to you in your dreams. So, so yeah, guys, uh, we're just going to pray. You know, we're just going to pray that, um, you know, that God would just help us all in this because this is something that uh, uh, I know a number amount of people who deal with this. You know what I mean? A lot of people. A lot it of people. still happens with me. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to lie. Like, it probably ha- you know, it happened in the last week. You know, it happens, you know. So, but it, it's, it's, it's examining yourself like we were once saying earlier. It's examining yourself and knowing what the root, you know, what is causing these dreams to happen and, and dealing with it, you know. So, I'm going to pray. Uh, God, I thank you. I thank you uh, for your son, Jesus Christ. God, I thank you that um, that by his name we are saved, Lord God, that we are washed, uh, we are cleansed, Lord God. Amen. That we are sanctified, that we are justified in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. 
So, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you've given us new life in Jesus Christ because he is the son of God. He is the bread of God. He is the one who can give life. He has life in himself, Lord God. He will never die again, Lord God, but he, 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 is, he is forever lifted high, Lord. So we just praise him. So, Father, I come before you, Lord, on behalf of myself, behalf of Gage and everyone who's listening, Lord. And I just pray, Father, that anyone who may be dealing with sexual dreams, including myself, Lord God, that you would bless us and deliver us uh, from it. Lord, I pray that it would not stem from a place, Lord God, of, uh, of lust or anything. Lord, I pray that you would help us. Lord, I pray that you would open our eyes and ears to hear what the spirit is saying to be able to, um, you know, to follow you, Lord, that that we would present ourselves to you, God, and uh, give our members to you as instruments for righteousness, Lord God, that everything, Lord God, our, that um, that the meditations of our heart and um, the meditations of our heart, Lord God, would be pleasing unto you, O Lord. Yes, God. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your goodness, Lord. I just ask for your grace and your mercies, Lord. I pray that we would think on things that are true, that are right, that are pure, like Paul talks about in Philippians, Lord. So, God, I thank you. I thank you for every listener, Lord God. I pray that you would bless us, Lord. I pray that you would help us. I pray that you would strengthen us, Lord God. I pray that you would give us um, everything that we need to be able to fight against these dreams, Lord God. And, Father, I pray that you just, I just ask for the gift of faith, Lord God, that we would believe and trust in you, Lord. So, God, I thank you, Lord. May we walk, um, may we walk with your word, Lord God, in our heart, Lord. And may we stand on you, Jesus, the rock of our firm foundation. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, guys, we want to thank you so much for uh, just staying. Some people who have like consistently come week after week and even those who are new to listening. We thank you so much. Um, um, and it's just been such a pleasure. I mean, we've even seen, guys, uh, what are uh, uh, the downloads like we've actually hit over fourteen hundred downloads. Um, and that's humbling because we want to make sure that we're giving accurate, like accurate biblical knowledge and 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 understanding to different topics um, so that we could all grow and disciple to, uh, each other together, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're super humbled by that. We are so thankful for you guys, and we do pray for you guys, and we're so um, honored by you guys coming in and listening. Um, and so uh, let uh, let the peace of God just, like, run over you guys. Um, may his face shine upon you, and we love you all. Yes, sir. We appreciate you guys. We shall see you all next week. My man. All right, party people. Peace.